Welcome back to Fluorescent Radio Live. I'm not doing the intro thing. That's Stolen Valor from CP. Who's not here? He's on the road to Iowa. I think he should be just about landing right about now. He's going to call in at some point during this show and get caught up. So I am joined by Ben Askren, as always, and today, Big Brain John Kozak, because nobody knows international wrestling better than Kozak. And it's one of the biggest international wrestling tournaments going on. Yeah, it's Euregan Week. It's Euregan Week. Not a ranking series tournament this year. Uh, I, I saw some people were kind of confused about that because last year it was. So, you know, it was on the UWW website and UWW Arena. They were limiting Russians um, that could be in it. It was kind of a bigger deal. Now back to good old just a, a billion Russians per bracket, which makes it really effing tough. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and there's there's a ton of good Americans. Uh, Alex Daringer, James Green, um, we got Emma Brentil and Forrest Molinari in the finals together. So, so yeah, lots of fun. It started actually last night American time with fifty seven sixty one and seventy on the men's side. On the men's side, what about the women's weights? Yeah, women's weights. I think it was fifty fifty nine sixty five. So we only had wrestlers at. 65 on the women's side and 70 um, on the men's side. So uh, James Green, Alec Pantelio, and then Forrest Molinari and Emma Brentiel for the women. Did we find out why uh, no Gilman, why no Nittany Lion? No. Uh, no well, I think Snyder and Nolf are there. Snyder and Nolf are in the bracket. Um, I haven't seen I haven't seen pictures of them there, though, so I'm, I'm not sure if they're really Uh-oh. in Russia. We'll see. But, yeah, they're in the bracket. Um so we'll we'll see if they end up if they end up wrestling, but yeah, kind of mixed results. Um, first day, uh, James Green and uh, Alec Pantelio both lost first round, went 0 and 1, and then their opponents their opponents wrestled like like 15 minutes after it was like the classic like have a really really close match. Uh, tire tire the guy out who loses, and then that guy doesn't have the gas in the tank to lose or to win the next match. But there was a little bit of controversy in James Green. We have yeah. a clip of uh, this is the entire match because it was a great match, start to finish. So we can kind of clip out this whole thing. If you're just listening, sorry, you Spotify or the website. James Green with a nice blast double um, to lace transition in the first 15, and then. Ben, I don't know exactly what. What the drive. heck happened there? Yeah, yeah. Go back, Tyler. Rewind that. He fakes the drag. Mm. Or like he maybe is, he gets the drag. James I don't know how he gets that recording. reaction. Yeah. yeah I think James Green just lost. It. I think he was trying to step hard with his left foot to move, and then it just like slipped. Matt Monster got him. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like slips. That's weird. Yeah. This. So this is Kerbin Shiraev, uh, who I I had coming into it ranked number five. He's kind of been like one of Russia's best. Young prospects. Yeah, he's like what twenty twenty one. Yeah, he was junior world silver silver a couple years ago. He's beaten um, uh, Sazlan Romanov, uh, who's world Olympic champ. Mm. So uh, he's one of the guys who's like right there to make the team. Wait, wait, wait. Are we not gonna watch the push out thing? The kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Keep keep going, keep going with it, Tyler. That was a whole clip. Okay. Oh I think man. Let me let me send it to you again. Tyler, we'll uh, we'll get it figured out. Cause at the end, 
unsurprisingly, a cult does not go an American's way. It happens in Russia. It happens in Russia. Uh, what happened in the uh, Pantaleo match? Yeah, Pantaleo, it was like as soon as the match got done, I, I was like, Alec Pantaleo lost in the way that Americans lose to Russians because it was – So did he was Green. Oh, yeah, so did James Green. But, no, he was winning. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he got a quick takedown, like, within the first 45 seconds. And then second period, he got another takedown. He's up 4-0. And the Russian he was wrestling kind of just, like, slowly – it was, like, just stayed in the match – Ended up getting a takedown um, in early in the second period and then went ahead with like less than 30 seconds left um, on criteria 4-4. And then Pantelio was able to get to a leg, kind of got it up in the air, and the, uh, the the Russian he was wrestling just did that little, just peeked the leg out, snuck it out, and uh, was able to Dang. hold off for the last, whatever, 20 seconds. So Pantelio lost 4-4 four four on criteria. I think we got the clip. Ready to right, go with go. Uh, with James Green, maybe. Maybe oh, this is still this is still. I think it's coming left. up here though. Oh, okay, so it's six six. So it's coming up soon, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Shariah uh, gets it in the lace oh, to go wait. up eight six. So Green had criteria, uh, and then so Green's in on this leg attack. He's in on the single. Shariah. Kind of gives him some some tricky defense here. Yeah, rubber knee. Rubber yeah. knee. Yeah, they get to the edge. So Dude, here, his, why are you slapping his hand? You can't. Well, that was so dumb. So his no, head, his head goes the out of bounds there. Because of the knee, it's like potentially dangerous, but they don't always call it potentially dangerous. They just kind of slap it. Oh, uh, I don't hate that takedown call. I do hate the fact that that ref slapped his hand. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was so freaking go, stupid. Go back and rewind, Tyler. It's because it's the other guy's fault he's in that place anyways. Yeah, so the... I think what they're challenging is go back more. James Green. Oh, a head hit, a head hits out. I see. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Well, and it's James. It's Green's attack. So by by definition, continuation is supposed right to be here when the knee hits is when they could have called takedown. Mm-hmm. Go back half a second. And no, I I, I don't, no takedown. I disagree strongly. But even even this, it's Green's take. It's Green's attack. Yeah. And so by definition, when they go out of bounds for continuation. The d- defensive but right wrestler, there is heads down, so it should be over. It should be done. Or it's been down, right? Grounded, it done. grounded. Yeah, because yeah. Tribe stopped so the, yeah. before he went out. He stopped the momentum before mm-hmm. they went out, and then they go out. But his head was down for like, which uh, listen, I think the head down thing should be. I'm, I'm out on that. I think right. I think they should go some type of college type out of bounds. Um, I think it would be most ideal where it's if something has to be in for you to score points, uh, otherwise it's just a push out. Um, and you continue wrestling until something, you know, everything is out of bounds or there's a stop in the action. But in this case, his head is down for five, ten seconds. That's probably the thing that they should be upset about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then they challenge it. So so Green's corner, which I think Ty Walls was, was in his corner, yeah, he um, was. challenges it. And they look at it for like three minutes. Um, and so you can, uh, you can see here. So... Hold on, Tyler, just one second. Uh, we'll come back to that. But during the challenge, they look at it for like three minutes, four minutes. They're talking about it, and then they give the brick back. So it's like, oh, Green, he won the challenge. He's going to get, you know, points are going to come off the board. But then they just yeah. say challenge canceled. And so uh, James went on Twitter and said hey, they uh, they had technical difficulties, and they couldn't look at the uh, Conveniently the so. Conveniently, yeah. So – um, so then they come back to center. There's still time on the clock. You can play the um, 
play the clip of that just kind of at the last. So he, he kind of comes forward here. Um, and Shariev, you know, back straight out of bounds. Ten seconds. Out of bounds. Nine, eight, seven, three seconds come off the uh off the scoreboard after uh, they go out of bounds there. So a little bit of a little bit of heavy finger on the uh, on the clock on the button there. Jeez. And then he wasn't able to get and then he wasn't able to score again. So yeah, he end, ends up losing ten to eight. Um, and then Shariev lost next round to uh, Victor uh, Rasadin, who uh, who's pretty solid. Who ended up making the finals as well. So, so. got it. Kind of tough morning for Team USA, but on the women's side, two. We're gonna get a champ. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's either Forrest or uh, Emma, and that's a rematch of the uh, world, world finals or yeah. yeah, world team trial finals. So. Which Forrest won? Yep, handily. So, yeah, yeah. So more, really. The the um, the bracket I'm most looking forward to is 79 kilograms uh, with Alex Daringer. Uh, it, basically, Russia sent all their best 79 guys. Um, to this in this bracket and uh right now i, I have daring a rank number two in the world um i think i think he is you know behind right burrows. there yeah behind burrows um, tyler we have a picture of the bracket i think in the drive folder if you want to pull it up yeah so <clears throat> russia's rep um radic valiev from the 2021 world who uh burrows wrestled in the semis he's in Can there you guys read that yeah, it's pretty small. You might have to. Uh, there you go. I might have to zoom in. So yeah, Daringer. Oh, no, no, zoom in. So the top side's pretty pretty weak. Uh, only has two ranked wrestlers. Uh, Uzmanov is he won uh, Russian Nationals in 2020. He won the individual World Cup. Um, so he's kind of like in the top tier of Russia's 79 guys. But then if you go to the bottom side of the bracket, is kind of where all the heavy hitters are, uh, including Daringer. So number three, Radik Valiev, he's the guy who took world bronze and who Burroughs beat in the semis. Um, I think he's, you know, right. He's their best. He's their best guy. Uh, but Santa Koev's really good. Uh, Gaji Magomedov's in there too. Gadzi Nabiev has placed that Worlds in the past um, as well. So if Daringer kind of navigates his way through that side of the bracket and makes the finals and ends up winning gold, he's like, clearly he would have won Worlds as well now does no matter you an apology at 57 <laughs> why is that because uh you told him to uh stay stay woke on uh, a dreesoff right oh yeah um yeah so 57 Adrisov is the ukrainian or who is that who's that Idris, he's Dagestani. Yeah, he's Dagestani. Actually, oh, okay. Vito Vito beat him at Junior Worlds um, 2019? a couple years back. Yeah, I think it was 2019. Um, but yeah, Tuskayev and Gamzatov, two of, they're like, they've kind of always been Russia's like two and three or three and four at 57. Um, but Idrisov has past wins over both of them, and Nomad's just writing them off. So put some respect Jeez. on him. It, it should be noted... Um, Gilman was registered for 61 before not showing up, correct? Yeah, so then he he could have had a potential match with uh, Abbas Gadzi, Magomedev, Russia's world, world champ. So he's in the finals. He's so fun to watch. Uh, just the way that he – I feel like he sets, like, little traps, or he has, like, little traps yeah. that he can set. Um, so, Lethal arm drag. Yeah. yeah. Has Gilman ever – 
wrestled 61 um, internationally? Oh, I don't think so. I don't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he has. I don't think he has. You know, on when he went on Bader's show uh, after either Worlds or Olympics, he said now he gets heavier when mm-hmm. he's not competing more than he used to. He used to try and stay within eight pounds at all times, and now he gets up to like – That's crazy. I, I forget what exactly he said, yeah. but I wonder if that's a, a result of that. It, it was something he goes, eh, I don't want to cut all the way down for this when I'm not peaking or whatever. Yeah. Maybe I think we'll that's right. Do I don't know anyone <coughs> no one in my circles at least um whether we're talking college wrestling international wrestling or mixed martial arts held their weight down permanently. That that seems like really extreme especially you know college wrestling you're going to have a I don't know, 5 6 month off season depending on how much freestyle you compete in to to keep it down the whole time. And I'm not saying you gotta get fat, super fat or nothing, but to to add a couple pounds, everybody does that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that interview. It was really, it was really interesting that segment in particular. And Gilman talked about getting up in like the mid to upper 140s, and like as he as he did, he was like it was like kind of nerve wracking at first, like yeah. walking around uh-huh. at that weight, uh, being so used to being in like the mid 130s all the time. Yeah, I mean, I I just think I always think about like um, where do you want to focus all your all your energy and effort, and so you know, say in the off season, we're talking off season, you got months no competition, and you're still obsessed about diet, you know, I mean, as opposed to like just being eating kind of what you want, relaxing, and then going in and focused yeah, on the rest. Better things to worry about. How do about. I get better every day? Better things to worry about the te- the technique portions of it. How do I, you know, and just enjoying wrestling and and loving being on the mat versus you know maintaining a really lightweight. People, people in the uh, people in the chat say he knows Spencer's coming. I don't think that has anything to do with it. <laughs> Where's uh? I th- I couldn't find this on Facebook today. Are we still there? Yeah, yeah, we we went live a little late, but but we're there. oh god, yeah, got just got put got up it. a little while ago. Yeah, this is a. Uh, this is in the app chat, back Baxter in the app chat. Uh, I, ne- I, mean, I never get on the. Goodman's going to go down to fifty-seven for worlds. Yes, permanently. And especially he he's definitely yeah. not going sixty-five for Paris. Yes. Yeah. Well, and and you got Dayton is probably going to go sixty-one because he's sitting out already till final act. So it just makes sense, Gilman. Dayton at sixty-one makes so much sense. It, it sucks that sixty. I mean, I think sixty-one. Should be permanent. I hate mm-hmm. that Dylan McSet six way classes. I think 61, 70, and 79 should all be permanent. I could actually be okay with them having 86, then somewhere in the 90s, then heavyweight. I think it kind of gets thin up, especially internationally, gets thin up top when you have 86, 92, 97 heavyweight. <laughs> uh, but down low, bro, you need those weight classes down low. It gets ridiculous when you start taking them out. Yeah, ninety two is the only way at the Eurigan that has less than sixteen guys in the bracket. It, they, it always that that weight class always does. If you look, it is always the smallest bracket at every tournament for yeah. sure. Yeah, That's silly. Let's make some changes. Yeah, let's make some changes. Baxter says that has everything to do with it. <laughs> that he had a window at fifty seven and he knows it's up. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there is D1 Wrestling this week. Should we dive into that? Not just Eurigan. 
You know what? There's not too many duels I'm excited about. Besides, I so last weekend there was a whole bunch of them. Look, it's because this we've week, been spoiled like... the past two weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Iowa, Iowa, uh, Penn State is just so much bigger than all. You know, I'm looking through the whole schedule that you have up here. Like, there's a couple of good matches: Northern Iowa, Oklahoma State. That'd be a couple of good matches there, right? Yeah. Um, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and a couple of good ones. Michigan, Minnesota, Michigan, a couple of good ones, but like. I don't. Michigan's gonna kill Minnesota. It's not gonna be all that competitive, and I don't really. Yeah. Will so Gable I'm go? That's that's what it's I want. At know. Michigan, mm-hmm. I hope it's he at does. Michigan. Obviously, it's bobblehead night. At Michigan. Cliff Keen bobblehead, bobblehead night. <laughs> yeah, they're giving away a Gable bobblehead at Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm wondering. So the past few weeks, there's been like really surprising upsets, and kind of because. Guys have had their uh, guys have been out of lineups, so I'm wondering like where is the surprising upset going to be um, this week? And maybe that's another you know another another conversation. Mm-hmm. But like Missouri lost to South Dakota State, uh, oh, Arizona. Geez. Yeah, sorry, sorry. But Arizona, but Arizona State lost to Princeton and Pitt a couple weeks ago. Arizona State is they struggle as a dual team though because they're 74, mm-hmm. 84, give up like an average of 10 and a half, 11 yeah. points per duel. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Put that you got to put that on the screen right There's now. It's the bobblehead. <laughs> you got to get We got to get the um picture wow. that it's that it's made off of. There's an actual real Tell, picture of Cliff Keen. Oh really? In that pose. Yeah. Tell Christian I can't work the Penn State Iowa duel anymore. I'm going to Michigan to get a bobblehead. <laughs> Yeah. Would you rather have a Shane Sparks bobblehead or a Cliff Keen bobblehead? Oh, Shane Sparks for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, All right, uh, let's do You want to do these picks or what are we doing? Yeah. I was kind of hoping CP would be in. Be in a, oh, we're waiting. We're trying to wait for these picks. I see. We're trying to wait for him. I don't know. We, we might he have is. to uh, just go. Just well, go without him. He says he's walking to the gate yeah. right now. Walking oh, to the gate. Okay. He's getting called from the airport. Guess so. That's that's a sketchy. That's a sketchy situation. I don't know if I trust it. Let's. Uh, um. I was yeah, thinking Missouri. Back to... Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. No, I said Missouri's. I, I believe Keegan and Peyton will be missing this weekend, also, unfortunately. So they're going to be. Uh, and this, those will be tough matches for them to win uh, without those guys in the lineup. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was kind of thinking back to our picks yesterday, and I kind of – I pretty much went chalk. And I started kind of thinking, like, something, something's going to happen that we don't – that we're unable to predict, but something wild is going to happen. So I might have to make a, make a wild pick. Well, I, 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 so I feel like I, I picked – I obviously picked Kemmer winning, and I picked Ayala winning, which I think they're they're both kind of upsets. Um, and I guess technically because of the result last season, I picked Kirk Fleet over Cassiopeia, although I'm not really sure anyone considers that an upset anymore. Is it crazy how many people I feel like are picking Starachi when, like, after how bad Kemmer beat him, like, at Big Tens, obviously he won the last one, but like Kimmer was a pretty big favorite going into that one, and then it was close. It was overtime, and now everyone's Do just you like. Think he was that big of a favorite going last year. I thought I thought 
Rocky could stick with him. He obviously had the one early loss to Donnell, but I thought it was going to be competitive, and I was kind of surprised. Um, yeah, you're right. It was lopsided to the Big Tens, and I was kind of surprised it was that lopsided. Yeah. Um, it, just how I feel like it's now it's very much shifted into favor of Starachi. So, like, yeah. um, we there's a, uh, like, a pick'em contest out that we're doing on our website against um, lines, and people are actually in favor of Kemmer covering our point-and-a-half line. 58% really? said Kemmer, 41% said so Starachi. Then, wait, so I thought the whole premises was that people were – Everyone was thinking Starachi was going to win, but that sounds like people think that. I know, I thought so too, but I I just pulled that up, and maybe I was yeah. wrong. Maybe uh, I'm wrong yeah. with the public opinion. That now that is to cover a, a point and a half line. Yeah, the point and a half line could have something to do with that. Yeah, because that means obviously he, he could still lose and you know beat the line. Let's uh All let's right. get into these lines. CP See if needs- can. Call in and make his picks if, if he's able to uh, call in, but let's get to him. I think we go from the bottom up because then that'll be some of the little, maybe a little less exciting ones. And then hopefully, CP, we get a, him enough time to uh, get in here. Okay. Um, so these think? are some Sunday duels Iowa State and Oklahoma State. David Carr versus Wyatt Sheets. I set the line at six and a half in favor of Carr. Um, this is a bit, this is a big line and he did major uh, him know, once White, last year or two years ago. He, he beat, um, eight, four at the dual meet last year. Um, but the other white sheets kind of has some up and down performances. I mean, he was a guy who didn't get into NCAs and then, you Notorious know, American and NCAs yes, American. at the same time. So I, um, I think white sheets is going to hold it closer. Um, he so he's wrestled him multiple times. He's only got majored one time. I think he's gonna tr- keep it like a four or five. I don't think the, I don't think the decision will be in the balance, but I think it will not be a major. I was kind of feeling the same way. The only thing that could maybe um, change it for me was if I think David Carr. A lot of some a lot, especially Iowa State fans are talking about David Carr making a Hodge push which is obviously an outside shot when you have Gable um, and people like Keegan. But Mm -hmm. uh, if he still wants to remain in Hodge talk contention, he has to go out there and, like, put up a major against Sheets. But I I think it's, you know, a a four or five point decision. Yeah, and he's got 75% bonus issues. He's he's good, good, not great with the bonus. Yeah, there's – Guys can definitely stick with them. Yeah. Marcus Coleman versus Dakota Gear. Satellite Gear right. at two and a half. So Coleman's been having a really good year. He has been having uh, a really his, good year. His sole loss is to Parker. He has wins over Vens, uh, Lion, Samuelson. Um I think I think there's a chance he even wins this match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you give me the points. I'm thinking Coleman for sure. Yeah, I am too. I got to ride with the, uh, the Central Iowa. Central Iowa there guys. we go. Oh, he, he's from Central Iowa too? He's from Ames. Oh, he's an Ames boy. Okay, he's County. an Ames boy. That's right. There we go. Shout out to the Central Wrestling Club. Okay. 
Uh, I believe the day before, on Saturday, you and I is taking on Oklahoma State. So, Dakota Gear back in action against Parker Keckheisen. Can Keckheisen cover a two-and-a-half-point line? Ben. I don't know if you guys watched in West Gym last, uh, last Saturday, but Parker was on fire. He's going to stay on fire. I think, he, I think he gets him by more than two-and-a-half. This seems like a two-point. This seems like a two-point. Oh, look oh, who it is. There we go. Oh, well, well, well. Airport CP. Good morning, gentlemen. Are we doing some picks? CP, you had to have uh, been up incredibly early. You're right. You're right. I was up at three, three oh eight. That's when I set the alarm. If you're already, are you in? Do you fly into Des Moines or Cedar Rapids? I'm in neither of those places. I'm in Detroit, and yeah, I fly baby. at noon Eastern you had to two connectings? Uh, Cedar Rapids. Get yourself a Coney Dog, Disgusting. man. Disgusting. I, I just walked by the Coney Dogs, but I'm not yeah. going to do no, it. No, the Coneys are gross. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, ben, you know, I there's think, some places you, you go in like America. Hot dogs of all shapes and sizes. <laughs> I don't know how to comment that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was an unintentional are, weird there... sentence. <laughs> there are certain places in America where they have like specific food tastes. And I remember the first time I spent a decent amount of time in the Detroit area and there's these conies everywhere. And you're like, what in the hell is going on? Did they really sell hot dogs? Yes. <laughs> they really sell hot dogs. They have hot dog restaurants. It's really strange. Yeah. There's one that's called the uh, Houdini weenie. You should try that one. Christian. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, uh, sounds like magic. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> the Houdini. Okay. No, that's good. All right, you, all right we, we kind of got to head you in picks. Yeah, we're, you we're just starting up. to get into, uh, into picks. Why don't you let me catch up? Why don't you start where you started and I can uh, fire them up? I looked at this already, so I have an idea where I'm going well, here. Well, we're only three in, so quickly. David Carver's White Sheets, car six and a half. Um, I say car covers that. All right. I, I thought that Ooh. I thought that's not enough respect for David Carr. You went. Oh, I thought you actually went sheets. No, no, you, you're oh, typing yeah, we, the wrong column. Yeah. I, oh, I said sheets was going to hold it, hold it down, and uh, okay. All right, Marcus Excellent. Coleman versus Dakota Gear, Gear two and a half. This is a tough one, Col- Coleman. I like the points with Coleman here. Is that Give me the point. Oh, that's year. what everyone said, I guess. Yep, that's what we yeah, all like, said. Yeah, like, he's been a really good year. Who, and then Dakota? The last one, Parker Keckison uh, versus Col- Dakota Coleman's Gear. Been having a good year. Yeah. Yeah. Parker Keckison versus Dakota Gear. Keckison two and a half. I feel like I believe Parker's going to win by two. That's um, exactly what it? I said. <laughs> I feel like he's going to win by faces two. They're going to be wrong on this one. <laughs> Last, okay, they you, you convinced me, the, Ben. I'll go. I'll go. Okay. He's gonna light West Gym on fire. This is at West Gym. That's one of the most yeah. tired places there are. Mm. Maybe he gets. Did you actually see? It's West Gym no, no, needs no, a pick donor. Gear, pick gear. Don't let me. Don't let me talk you out of it. Pick gear. Yeah, West Gym needs a donor because they can't use the second deck because it's been um, uh, what's the word? Uh, condemned. It's been condemned. Yeah. Fortune. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, give give me Why gear. I love that. <laughs> I can anything condemned. That's just great. It's just great branding for a for a venue. It's like this place is dangerous. <laughs> Portions of this building are condemned, and yet we wrestle here. Uh, 
All right, the other match from that duel that I picked, Brody Teske versus Trevor Master Giovanni. I said Mastro, mm. one and a half. Interesting one. I think last year I would have picked Teske for certain on this one, um, especially because you're giving the points. But this year I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about it. I want to hear what you guys are picking first. Um, I think I feel kind of, man, the West Gym factor is a little alarming to me. And I can see Teske just getting getting it going. Uh, I'll take all right, I took gear in the one. I'll take I'll take Matt. I'll take I'll take Brody in this one. I'll take Brody. Cause I, I feel like he's got a decent chance to win this and I get a point to play with. I think that's good money. Yeah. I gotta ride from a central Iowa, guys. I'm going Teske. Although I'm okay, not with a lot of confidence. Teske? Not with a lot of confidence. Man. How did Teske? So I don't recall this match from the deck talks. How did he lose to Corey Cabin Ban? Uh, I do not recall it either, but that definitely happened. Because <laughs> that's why I looked at that match, and that, that makes me a little bit nervous. But he beat uh, Mastro six zero last year. Yeah, yeah. Give me the bro. Was, yeah, you know, I'm feeling good about this. Go ahead, Ben. I'm going Teske also. Oh, oh that really makes me nervous that we all went Teske now. You should be super nervous. You should every pick you make should make you nervous, JD. Oh, calm down. Mm. All right, I think this duel Saturday, uh, Northwestern Illinois. Chris Cannon versus Lucas Bird was kind of my favorite match from that one. I set it at Bird at three and a half. That's a lot of points for Lucas. Uh, that's that's kind of how I felt. Mm-hmm. And he I have a soft last spot year. for Cannon. That's documented. Um, and I know this is based in you know what happened last year, but that said, uh, I like Cannon to cover three and a half. Mm. I'm going. Mm. Well, think it's like because okay, so so he beat Cannon by six and by three last year. So you know he had he had one on each side of the line. Um, Cannon's been having a pretty solid year. Big win over Mickey Phillippe. Um Who am I? Dang, who am I going to pick? I think I'm going Bird. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bird. Bird to cover. Yeah, I picked against Bird once earlier this year, and he proved me wrong. So, yeah. Bird is the winner. I was. Re- yeah, that was the Rutgers match, I think. Uh, yes, it okay. Was. So now Do we're we wanna... in Penn State Iowa duel. In Penn yes, State Iowa up. Let's run it. Okay. Drew Hildebrandt versus Drake Ayala. JD says this is a pick em. He won't give anyone a point yeah, here. I like it. I like it. I, I made this man, a pick em? I, it... I made it a pick You em. got mad at me when I said it was a pick em. Uh That was a while ago, though. That, that was two days ago. <laughs> bringing up the past, dude. <laughs> he stole your idea, <sighs> Kozak. He yeah. Got, he's going to stretch No, I think I got mad at you pre- uh, you got pre-match. Pre-Ohio State loss for Drake. No. It was like the f- Tuesday. The father, well, the the father, father can't I tell a lie. You said, pick him. I'm talking about idiot. It's not a pick him. I don't think I no, said that. No, you didn't say that. <laughs> but no, you just said it's not a pick him. You exclaimed. You exclaimed. All right, so what do you, what do you think, JD? I got a ride for the, Drake. The, the value is yesterday. the brand here. Yeah. So, like, if you're really making the, we all picked. Uh, wait, you picked Ayala yesterday, right, Christian? We all went Ayala yesterday. 
Yeah. Has anything changed? Well, CP's going to be a like flip flopper. There's value with it. Like, if Vegas were actually making this line, I feel like Hildebrand would have to be favored, right? When I made when I made the odds, um, like on the pick'em contest that we did, uh, I technically made Hildebrand a point and a half favorite, and fifty three percent of people are taking Hildebrand. Yeah, see, I got yeah, it. Oh, so he cannot said. win on writing time criteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was your original line when you were like saying. Was should, a, it, should it be a point and a half or should it be a pick? Yeah, mm-hmm. point and a half for Hildebrand. For me, for me, just value play. I'll take Drew. Give me Hildebrand. Wow. I feel like if she should Flip, be, I should have to Christian. give a point. No, I'm just, I'm here to win, bro. My record speaks <laughs> oh, for itself. So, so you were genuine yesterday when the, when the money was down on the line. I'm going to stick with Ayala. I'm a man of my word. I picked Ayala. I'm going to stick with Ayala. Oh, here I just we go. Hope... A, little, a little moral dig from Ben. I, I just you, hope Ayala have you know. I'm afraid of Ayala shooting himself into a hole early, getting down, like giving up, you know, two takedowns early, and then not being able to come back. That's what I'm a little I, nervous I about. Actually, I actually wouldn't be worried about that um, because – when I watch Drake, I don't see him getting countered off his leg attacks much. Not all that much. I don't. I, I think he's he's basically shoots, scores or shoots or doesn't or no one scores. Um, so I wouldn't be worried about that, but we'll see. I mean, Drew's Drew's really good. Okay, 133 pounds. Roman Bravo Young versus Austin DeSanto. Hey, where's Caleb back for Christian? Roman? He's right here. Where's he at? Right, right behind him. Oh, I see him. Oh, right back there. Oh, he's Cuban. Dude, he's getting big. (laughs) Yeah, man. Wow, he's bigger than me. Oh, he is Cuban. Look at him go. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's nonstop. What's he working on? I think that's his five by five. (laughs) Oh my gosh, look at that guy go. He he has two others on his lap. See, I'm watching my kid and doing FRL. How How are you not masked in an airport? Someone's gonna be harassing you about 34 seconds. It's kind of like uh, behind that yeah, pole. there's not a lot of people here, and I'm you know, keeping a low guy. profile. Yeah, it's cool. I, I did notice when I was at the airport last week, people were uh, they kind of like, like eh, I'm over this, uh, not not too concerned. Let's yeah, move on. I'm not I'm not near anyone, so I don't think they'll say anything. Okay, but someone cool. someone someone may call some of the listeners may call in a citizen's arrest on me. You can't rule that out. <laughs> Bunch uh, of snitches. Two and a half point favorite for Roman. I'll take Austin. I think Austin covers this. I think it's kind of returns to the mean of what they're. I think it's a lot of value for Austin at home, and he could lose yes. by two, and I still win. So I'll take I'll take DeSanto to cover two and a half. I feel I feel the exact same way. I feel pretty confident that uh, DeSanto is going to. Uh, sorry, RBY is going to win. But when you give two and a half points, and so he's got to win by three or more. I think you know. I think there's a chance that RBY kind of and he's done this before shuts it down a little bit in the third period, and then DeSanto goes and gets one takedown and makes it closer or something. So I'm going DeSanto because the two and a half points. Sixty-two percent are in favor of RBY to cover this, hmm. and I'll ride wow. with the majority. RBY. Are you letting them? Um, are you? Is this yeah. like a poll? Are you letting people pick to see who wins? Also, 
this is against the lines. No, no, but did they get so? Are you gonna say um, X, Y, and Z? He won the pick'em contest because he got seventeen right or something next week, or is this just you just want to see what the average direct, is? I can see. Yeah, we'll be able to see the results. It's not for anything. Oh, like it's not for. That's not the purpose. You need to give him like a defense soap package or something. They're one of your sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll see. I'll hit up Zeb. See what see what we can do. There you go. All right. Wh- wh- who are you picking, JD? RBY. Okay. Get him in the sheet. I'll uh, tee up one forty one. Nick Lee, a point and a half favorite against Jaden Ironman. I think this line is right on. I think. I think Nick covers this. I think he wins by two. Yeah, I think Nick wins by two or more. Also, yeah, we're going Nick along with the public, sixty-four percent in favor. See, I think I think there's just you know whatever in this poll. There's more people in Pennsylvania. They're just jacking up the uh, the polling data. Yeah, sounds, be so sure. sounds very sounds very skewed. That line Guys probably could have had that line probably could have had another uh, another point to it. Yeah, because yeah. Jaden okay. hasn't looked. Quite like the Jaden of old this year. Who'd you guys pick? Nick Lee. I got, yes, I took Nick Lee also. Dang, we all took Nick. Okay, stay woke. Max Murin, a point and a half favorite against Bo Bartlett. Can we make him a half a point favorite? Which then is a pick him essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mr. Mister... No. I feel confident Murin's going to win, but there's a damn good chance it's by just one point. <laughs> there's a the really good chance it's yes there's a really good chance this is a one point win so I feel I feel actually probably like there's a greater chance that this is a one point Max Mirren win than there is that Bo Bartlett wins okay so that's fair that, but that, that makes it really still, tough to pick yeah I'll take Bo uh, can we do a pick? We do pick them. No, sorry, Ben. Oh, the audacious, the audacity for you to suggest it's a pick them after you're, you've waged so much war. No, I want to be a pick them. No, okay, half a point, half a point. No, we're not changing the lines. You just need to make a pick. This is you're <laughs> if, there was, if there was a match that came down to writing time criteria in this duel, it would be this one. That's For what sure. I'm saying. I think there's a really high likelihood that this is a one point win. I mean, Matt, okay, Max Murin's average margin of victory is like one and a half against anybody. <laughs> um, damn it, who am I going to pick? Uh, you got to pull trigger gonna on somebody. Say, I'm going to go Bo. It's going to be a Max Murin one point win. I'm literally I'm saying swinging. Max Murin's going to win the, by the one odds, point. The odds that it's I'm a Max Murin one point win or a Bo win might outweigh the. Odds that it's a Max Mirren two plus win, but I'm going Mirren. Max Mirren power double. Okay, Caleb yeah. Young. A I mean, against anyone in the top. Yeah, Max Mirren has two one point wins versus good guys this year, and one two point win against guys I would classify as good. Yeah. So, JD, I love what you did here. So that this can this match will happen is going with just Pete. <laughs> Penn State versus Caleb Young because it would I be like a shame it. if they used Tony and then the match was no good because I feel like it's going to be a really similar conversation. Whoa. Five and a half? Are you crazy? I'm taking Penn State. Really? I don't know. 
Hell yeah! That's not, that, that's the worst line JD's ever made. If I'm wrong on I this one, I'll be so annoyed. Caleb Young's bad. good for the occasional major. Like, no, he beat Jashan Hubbard by four. He beat Trevor Chumbly by two. Uh, let's see who else he barely beat. Chumbly. He beat Marcus Hart. Marcus Hartman's actually decent. Um, but then he, oh, he's got a lot of L's this year, actually, so I can't say that. Uh, man. Yeah, he doesn't cover that line against a lot of people, guys. Okay, well. He also major Jacob Wright at NCAAs last year. <clears throat> What's the line? Five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. Eight, four, 65% five, of people are taking Caleb Young in the contest. Now, this is an Iowa crowd, then, for sure. Because. <laughs> It was PS two crowd for the lightweights. Now it's an Iowa crowd. I don't think Negron has gotten beat by that much this year. Yeah, yet. he he doesn't get beat by that much. He's hard to score on. Yeah, Jacory. Yeah, Jacory beat him eight to three. That was his worst loss. Whole, Humphreys beat him five four, and Humphreys beat Caleb Young. Mm-hmm. I've got Penn State covering here. Yeah, you got to pick Penn State in this one. By law. I don't think it's not as audacious as I think you're making it sound, but I did reach the same conclusion. No, so it, it's, it's audacious. It's audacious, <laughs> but we're all going Penn State. The audacity. Let's see. Okay. Bearclaw. Yeah, Bearclaw. I mean, he lost by two in, two in overtime to Saldate, who's solid. He lost by three to Luan. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to win, but it's not going to be a blowout. Well, now I hope Caleb Young covers this, and I'd lose this one just to spite you. That somehow Penn State goes there back in the last minute, trying to throw throw something. Yeah, I'd be I would be so annoyed. <laughs> okay, Alex Marinelli versus Brady Berge, two and a half point favorite for the Bull. I'll I'll take Berge to cover this. Whoa! Nah, give me Bull. Bergie's hard to score on. I mean, he's got win by three or more. I give me give me Brady Bergie, not the win, but wow. I think he can lose by one or two. Huh? What am Go I going to do here? Oh my god! I'm, I'm thinking, Christian. Don't rush me. Did you realize Alex Marinelli's bonus percentages over the last two years are 25 and 40 percent? It's not very good. Not, not ideal. A, not a big Who am I going to take? All right, let's see. He, he doesn't have any top game. That's why. Well, Unless he gets right into it from like Turk. No, I mean, it gets really bad people. Yeah. Huh. This is a tough one. He does have a four-point win over Brian Meyer, uh, who I think is probably comparable. He's got a three-point win against Don, Danny Braunagle. Uh, I'm going to take Brady for – no, I'm going to take Marinelli. It's ah. a good line. It's a good line. I think it's going to be like a two or three pointer. I think it's going to be right there in the margin. 65%. Here's the worst line. Here's the worst line. Starachi, point and a half favorite over Michael Kimmer. Because this should be a pick 'em. This is uh, a match that Kimmer has won. It's in Carver Hawkeye. We just saw Starachi looking very moral. This should be a pick 'em. Therefore, I will obviously take Michael Kimmer. And I dare you guys to take Carter. Okay, I'll take. Well, Carter. I picked Kemmer yesterday in the straight up, so I'm taking him again. I'll take Strachey. Right. I'll take down in overtime. He, he wins. This is yeah, the, that's so annoying. <laughs> where if it's if it goes to overtime, he wins by he has to kind of has to win by two. And I love it. It's obviously that's it's stupid, <laughs> especially and now with I two minute Kemmer. overtime. 
Yes. Yeah. Brooks, a five and a half point favorite over Abe Assad. This is dead on. Good. This good is line an easy here. Brooks for me. I'm taking Brooks here. I think he's yes. got to at least make the attempt at a major, right? He may not get it, but mm. he, he needs to be putting the points up. I think I'll go I'll go Brooks to win by six or more. I concur. They're going to say, Aaron, we need you to go get that major. Go get that major. He's going to work really hard on it. Dang. So I originally had the line at seven and a half. Could Brooks get the major? And then after yesterday – on here, I lowered it because y'all both said that there was like no way Brooks was getting the major. So I thought maybe if I lowered it, I'd entice someone to pick a sod. But so I didn't say he's gonna get the major. I say he's gonna work really hard for the major, and so we can have a six point win or a seven point win and not get the major and cover this line. Sixty one percent of people are still taking Brooks to get the major because that line was seven and a half. Really? We'll see. Yeah. Be the difference in the duel. Uh, so Ben's taking Aaron as well. Max Dean, a point and a half favorite against the ladies' man, Jacob Warner. I'm picking ladies' man, one point. Dean's going to get a one point win over the ladies' man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ladies' man might upset him. He might. He I might. said there's a possibility here. Man. A lot of there love is. for Christian. Warner. There's a possibility. I'm going, I'm going Max yes. to cover this. I'm winding the gap. It's unbelievable. 59. Come on, here. ladies' People. man. Ladies, man, I got faith in you. We're going to do this this weekend. I'm kind of leaning heavy Iowa again. Ayala, I picked Kemmer. I might be – listen, Iowa needs to welcome me home as a, as a, as a natural-born son to the state of Iowa, a guy who's picking Iowa. So we need, to, we need to get this done. I might need to go in the locker room and give a pep talk. Yeah, they need to pull that dagger out of their, your side that they put in the other week. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You paid the price on that one. Okay, now yeah. the final match – Daniel Gregory Kirkfleet, two and a half point favorite against Big Tone Tony Cassiope. It was a nine zero type of deal win last time. I got I got wow. Tony covering this. You got who covering? Tony, Anthony. Okay. Any um, way he I'm wins? Cool. Um, yeah, there's a way he wins. I think I picked him yesterday. Oh, you did? <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Hmm. All right. I'm I'm gonna go Kirk. I'm going Kirk. I did, I did a lot of Iowa here, no. so I got to go a little bit the other way. I think um, – I don't think – I think Kirk's going to get to one of his singles, his step-in singles. I think Cassiope lost a bit of size advantage. That would have maybe helped him boss uh, Kirk Fleet around the mat with his yeah. hooks and body locks. So I'm going Kirk. Okie doke. So now we're moving up to the – Iowa State Oklahoma duel. Jake Willie taking on younger Bastida. And JD has Bastida a point and a half favorite. Man, Bastida has been good this year. Very good. The questions I have the question I have is how much of a factor can Woodley make the mat? Um seems like he's pretty good on top, as I'm remembering. Um yeah. I don't know. I'll take Woodley to cover this. I think there's a Decent chance he gets the upset too. Uh, it's not. It's not really that much of an upset. I mean, Woodley's ranked higher Oof. right now. Woodley beat him twelve zero last year. Yeah, I don't. Uh, this line is um, a little spooky, scary. Well, I, I mean, I agree with the line, despite 
Last year, I think last year was uh, Younger's first year wrestling folk style, and this year he's made significant. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That was a vicious sneeze. I was trying to hold it back. Um, ben, I don't know but, if I've ever seen you sneeze, much less twice. I, I don't recall doing it on the program ever. Uh, man, I was so disappointed in Jay, Jay Woodley again. Oh, Jay Woodley. Jake Woodley against Jay Aiello. Um because I actually picked him to cover that line, and he got whooped. Um, I'm going younger, Bastida. I've been really impressed this year. He's got a lot better. Stays off bottom. I like him. Yep, I, I, am, I am too. I mean, he is, he is susceptible, um, but he's looked really great. Even like even when he lost to Buchanan right there over time. Yes. So, and it looked like he was going to have it, but it really just showed the what a difference the mat can make and just not going under, not getting that escape point. That was, yeah, yeah there was a, there was a bad take yesterday and the, I don't I know. We didn't get to the question yesterday, but it was, um, which makes a better case for uh, a folk style or sorry, all freestyle results. And it was Dean, Dean versus Brucky. And it's like, yeah, but there's three positions in folk style. Dean won two of them very clearly. Yeah, yes. Brucky won one of the positions. It's like, yeah, but that's folk style. You got if you want to be really, really good, you need to be able to win all three positions. If you can only win one of the three positions, yes, you have significant vulnerabilities and you can get beat. Yeah, Simple. because yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like people, and and I I kind of riot against the the takedown escape disparity. I don't I don't really yeah. like it that much either. But at the same point, it's like, well, if you don't even go down and get your escape. I mean, that's, a, yeah. that's, that's, I, you can't make that excuse or that, you know, the rationale, the two to one ratio, if you don't even go under and get your escape yourself. So, well, and Brucky, that, didn't, Brucky didn't even need to go down. He could have just chose, he could have chose neutral. It was his yeah, chose neutral. He got, he got rid, he got ridden out. So yeah. he couldn't ride, he couldn't ride and he got ridden. Like you lost two positions clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, and you put yourself in that the one position, which was not yeah. advisable. Okie doke. Yeah. Mickey Phillippe versus Corbin Myers. JD says it's a pick em. It? You guys already know what I'm doing. It's Corbin. Uh, it's Corbin Myers. Do- yeah. Dr. Myers. He's been in school a long time. Yeah, really. yeah we're uh, going Myers. We are? Yeah. Picking for me? Wow. I thought you said, I thought you, said uh, you were going Corbin. Hold on. I didn't know that was a Christian said. I'm 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 looking I'm googling uh, the results right now. Give me give me a, just I think a few seconds. Split. I see how they did last year. He lost three one. That was the only match last year that they had. Uh, Philippe lost three one, and then man it doesn't look like they wrestled the year before that. No, I can't find another meeting. Uh, oh no, he beat Corp Myers at the ACCs in 2019, and he lost him right. in the dual meet that year. I'm gonna go Corp Myers. Across the board, here's a great one: Dean Hamidi versus Gavin Bell. The line is Hamidi by fall. So if he I wins by up ten, Gavin Bell, Gavin Bell only the, has three wins. He only got three wins this year out of 15, out of eighteen tries. But he did beat your boy, Christian. He beat your boy. He's only got three wins. One of them, he beat Tanner Cook. He beat Tanner Cook. He beat him. He's only he's three and fifteen, and he beat your guy. I bet you that Tanner Cook match taking, was, was so awesome. Being I bet you it was fall. so entertaining. 
Is this oh. the first? Uh, <laughs> is this the first line where it's fall, where it's a pin? No. Have you done it before? We did it with Keegan no, we did last week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah doesn't matter. Anyway, so. Doesn't matter. But, but uh, <sighs> my boy made the my boy made the walk for that match, but <laughs> Keegan, Keegan was suspiciously absent. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe he was intimidated uh, by the prospect. It, everyone's of having picking Hamidi, right? Yeah. Hamidi could win by tech. That one. That, that was. I was kind of thinking. Because if you're three and fifteen, you're kind of not good at wrestling, and you get your I, ass I whooped I'm, a lot. I think I'll ride when, for Bell to get attacked. Yeah, when you get your butt whooped a lot, you know how to get off your back pretty good. You do. You get a lot of practice at it. Yeah. Yeah, I was one of my specialties. <laughs> one uh, most escapes, best bridge. Um, best bridge. Okay, Dean. I swear yeah. to God, if you cradle this man and stick well, him, I got, I got Hamidi, JD. Don't put Bell. Yeah. Oh, I'm riding with. I'm, <laughs> I did it backwards. That you did. Okay, Gable Stevenson versus Mason Paris. Eight and a half points for Gable. He's the favorite. That in, would be a bigger event. spread than he's he's ever done. Yes. This is against, this is my Paris. favorite. This is my favorite weekly tradition. JD makes a line for Gable Stevenson. He picks Gable. Gable breaks his heart. I go opposite Gable. I get one he, pick ahead. He, he picked there me was up no, he there was me one where he, co- he covered week. against Hilger. Yeah. He covered against Hilger. Oh, he covered it that. That was the okay, only time. Okay, got to cover that. I'm going yes. I'll, I'll say Paris Paris uh, a lot of pride here. Doesn't get majored. Actually, he could get majored in Yes. So He did get majored once Gable last year. Gable has beat Mm-hmm. Gable has beat Paris three times by two, by four, and by eight. Could be by That's... sixteen this time, by mathematically. It's doubled well, every time. I don't think, I don't, were they in that order? No, it no. was. It was. Oh. He beat him by four. No, you're right. It, no, it right? wasn't. It was two, then eight, and four. Yeah, it was two, then eight, and four. Um, Darn it. Yeah. So, okay. so back to two. I'm going. Oh, I kind of feel like Paris is going to keep shooting and Gable's going to keep hitting go behinds. But eight and a half, when you, when you don't turn people, when you don't turn people, eight and a half is a big spread. So I'm going to go Paris. Yeah. Come on, Gable. Good job. Nick Suriano versus Pat McKee. Gable, if you're not going to get JD. a nine point win, just don't even show up, dude. <laughs> JD. Uh, J- JD, not. Deterred at all by Suriano's performance here in this line, a four and a half point favorite. Suriano against I feel like this line was kind of big, but well, McKee, McKee yeah. might try doing some wild stuff. Yes, that's what it was. Like uh, Hildebrandt didn't do anything. Yeah, anything. So McKee's not gonna not do, or McKee's not gonna do nothing. He's gonna do something. He's not gonna not be Patrick McKee. That's right. Yeah, he's gonna shoot. Suriano's gonna probably score. <clears throat> Can you get a five-point win, though? I'll take Pat to cover the four and a half. I feel pretty good about I it. Feel like that. I feel like that's the pick right there. That's the pick. Have they ever wrestled JD before? No. No. Suriano was up at 33. The only time he's at 25 was pre-McKee. Pre-McKee. Well, there was a McKee, but... Mitch. Yes. He had some t- time at 33. Okay. So I'll I'm go Suriano. Gonna... What the heck? Uh, I'm gonna go McKee because I yeah after last week, um, the one way I could see it is if you know they they get an over under and 
Suriano does have that really nice knee pick out of the over-under that he hits. Um, That would be the one way I I could see Suriano covering the spread here. Okay. So those are the picks. Those are the big matches for for the weekend. Um, Appreciate you guys asking me my picks, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you didn't let Kozak pick. Probably could get bully him there, Kozak, yeah. in studio. Listen, he he was up all up night watching on, on Siberia time. He's not he's not prepared for these picks. If the, if the if the last name doesn't end with a V, he's lost. He doesn't he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> he needs a bad Rudinoff, a Dreesoff. Then we're all then we're all in big big trouble. When the summer comes and we're doing picks, we can't let oh, Kozak yeah. participate because he'll he'll destroy us. Okay, where are we gonna go next, JD? I don't know what you guys got have a, done. So we got far. a phone. We got a phone call. Yeah, we do have a voice. And that's about it. And then we're gonna go eat tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat a coney dog. Okay. Are we? Do we want to play the? What is this? A like yeah. a voicemail? User submitted. Okay. User submitted voicemail. Who took? Uh, he was not happy with our call the other day. From the, from the Iowa hater? What's up, guys? The First Iowa hater. The Max Muir hater. This is Internet Wrestling Forum legend Vac Attack here. Well, well, well. It's Penn State versus Iowa week. I heard that tool, Pete from Central Pennsylvania, talking smack about my Hawkeyes last week. So let me cut a promo on these jabronis from State College. First, Kale, as in has the personality of. Kale is the most boring food on planet Earth. And Coach Sanderson matches that description to perfection. Not only that, but excuse me, I thought this was America, bro. And kale, the food, doesn't represent my America. Sounds like the ingredients in some hippie California shake. Come back and talk to me when you're named after a meat product, commie. Boom. Roasted. Now let's go down this namby-pamby lineup. 125 pounds, Drew Hildebrandt. Congratulations for jumping on a bandwagon. A wrestler so boring they should have named him kale. Boom. Roasted. 133 pounds, Roman Bravo Young. RB, why are you still sitting on that ankle from top position, bro? And take your arm out from behind your back. You look ridiculous. Boom, roasted. But effective. 141 pounds, Nick Lee. Congratulations on all your success. I just think it's a little weird that you don't let your brothers have any shine, but hey, not everybody cares about family, I guess. Sorry, Matt and Joe. Boom, roasted. 149 pounds, Bo Bartlett. You're like a revolutionary war musket in the fact that apparently you're only capable of shooting once every seven minutes. Boom, roasted. Make weight with Christian Piles hanging from his danglers. Boom, Piles roasted with a strip. Like the worst thing you can order at a bakery. Boom, roasted. Or Tony. 165 pounds, Brady Bergie. What a great story. I'm sure all the kids at South Dakota State University really appreciate being told the only place you can accomplish your dreams is in Penn State. Should play really well on the recruiting trail. Boom. (laughs) Roasted. 184 pounds. Aaron Brooks. No notes. You're really great. Please be really nice to Abe. 197. (laughs) Max Dean. The Frank Stallone of college wrestling. You've got no shot. You see what I did there? See what I did? <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Heavyweight. Greg Kirkfleet. He's got more commitment issues than a 45-year-old bachelor. Do you just go wherever Kyle Snyder goes in his day-to-day life, too? Like, if he hits the pooper, are you handing? Are you there handing him toilet oh. paper? Boom. Oh. Roasted. 
What's that? Wow. I forgot. I forgot someone on their team. Oh, right. Him. 174 pounds. Carter Storacci. The most boring wrestler on a team with Drew Hildebrand. Boom. Roasted. Maybe try to get some high-octane offense like my boy Caleb Young. Hawks 24-2. I'm out. What is it? it? Hawks 24-2? Yeah. 24-2. 24-2. You can't even have the score. 24-2. Wow. What's he talking about? <laughs> they lose a team point. Team you can point. have two. You can have negative score. That, that's ben. still yep. only nine matches. Nine matches because that's only 26 total points. I want to tell you. He said 24-2. Anyway, I mean, did you, did you hear the more comments? We need more comments. I love them. They're so good. Yeah, he went in on Penn State. Yeah, like apparently it. he's an Iowa fan. But you know what? That guy waged that guy waged war on Max Mirren last yeah. week. So, yeah, retaliation. Okay, he thank likes, you for that. He call. likes Aaron Brooks though, so he did give him some respect. Does like Aaron Brooks? <laughs> Low respect. Low respect. Yeah, and he didn't really say anything bad about Nick Lee. He, uh, I thought that was he, he respects Nick Lee also. Yeah, no respect. He just said he took the all the least. success from his brothers. <laughs> Okay, well, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> you want to go to some question questions here? Yeah, we got some Twitter questions too. Oh, we do. Right. I didn't. What did you, did you just put those in there? Because I didn't see them. The, the, they went in during the show. Oh, okay. Okay. Andy Bader wants to know Is it appropriate to wear a Mizzou wrestling shirt at the Penn State versus Iowa duel? Asking for a Mizzou fan. <laughs> then what do you Probably say? Probably not very appropriate. Uh, <laughs> Nah, I mean, I listen. If you want to, Andy Bader, we love you, uh, and we love your brother, and he probably would do it. So I maybe go for it. That'd be a bold strategy. I would uh, just wear black team. and just t- tell yourself it's Missouri. Swear black. Nah, rep your team. Yeah. Okay. Um, a repost of yesterday's question, but as you can tell, it is urgent. Where does Nikki Wolverine's hair line up with the all-time hairdos in college wrestling? Does he make the Mount Rushmore flow? No, I don't know. No. I think no. Mount he Rushmore a is a he does it. It doesn't. Yeah, Mount Rushmore requires longevity. You know, he needs to. He needs to be in the hair game. You can't. It's not just a fly-by-night Mount There's Rushmore. There's plenty of yeah. wrestlers who've had the exact same haircut that Nick Sariana does right now. Yeah, it is just a little. more It sticks out more because we've seen Nick since he was like nine, Russell, yes. and he's had basically the same haircut the entire time. Cool. It, this was an interesting one. If AJ Fryer returns and wins, does he win the Hodge based on heart? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Um, but it would, it will be, it'll be the biggest story. and It will be the biggest story if he comes back. Just the attempt will be huge. He's like 10 and 0 right now. Probably not because there's no I, I don't see any scenario he wrestles all the way through big tw- all the way through big twelves right he's probably yeah. gonna miss miss some matches or have to do the injury default thing so I don't think he would he would get it then there's gonna be a lot of really good contenders and also yeah I won't elaborate but I don't think I don't think I think it's unlikely yeah which highly ranked wrestler is most likely to get carvered. Well, I called. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you called Kemmer beating Soraki a carvering. I, I don't think you would because those guys went back and forth. Uh, so I guess Drew Hildebrandt would be the other one that I said is going to lose. 
who's maybe the favorite based on rankings or should be even if Flo's ranking him wrong. And I think Hildebrandt, like when I think like Carver, I think like maybe a little bit of a meltdown, like get out to a lead. And I think the match could go that way where Drake gives up the first takedown or two and then comes back to win. I feel like a Carver is like something that you didn't expect to happen. Happen. Yeah. So yeah. I would say like an RBY, like DeSanto yes. beating RBY. Yeah, um, that'd be a Carver. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that that's it. I just going. don't see it. No, yeah, I don't see it either. Okay. Um, is Warner beating Dean a Carver in? Oh, that might be a Carver in. But Man, kind I, don't of so a big, I don't know if it's a big enough. Yeah, they're close enough. I mean, Dean just lost to Kim Caffey. It's almost like the only candidates are like DeSanto, Abasad, because um, they kind of got to be bigger dogs for them to even have the chance. Um, yeah. Is there is there a contemporary equivalent or anyone close to equivalent of Dave Schultz? It's a really good question. It's the anniversary of his his death yesterday, I believe. Um. Yes. Man, you know, I never obviously I never met or knew Dave. Just so it's only his reputation, but so it's like impact. I, it kind of feels like there's not been someone like Dave that had this kind of universal appeal and respect, both nationally and internationally. Wow. And he what was Burroughs. Burroughs. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even similar weight. Yeah. I guess Jordan would probably be the closest, and he does have the international appeal of that. Yeah, like in Iran, he's a huge deal. Whereas, like in Russia, they love Dave Schultz. I mean, the other thing about Dave, Dave, I guess that's interesting is, um, you know, obviously he made and won an Olympic title in '84, but then he was kind of like back back seat for a while. I mean, he was behind Kenny Monday. He lost to Rob Cole, maybe lost to some other guys. And then obviously in 95, 96, uh, when he was significantly older, he came back and um, we made the team in 95. And I think he was he was the favorite in 96, which is obviously when um, when the unfortunate thing happened. Um, so, you know, yeah. Burroughs obviously doesn't fit that part of it. And, you know, I think a lot of what people say about him is that, you know, despite that he wasn't the guy, he still helped out the guys in front of him, even though they were his uh, opponents. And so I don't know who fits that. Yeah. I'm not, I think there's, there's probably no equivalent. There's a few pieces you could say, hey, this guy's sort of similar in this way, but kind of the across the board, I think Schultz is definitely one of a kind. Yeah. Okay. With the Winter Olympics starting soon, would you support wrestling moving to the Winter Olympics if they allow ten weight classes again? Well, definitely yes to that. Oh, well, yeah. Um, It'd be weird. Though. I don't be the only non like snow sport. Yeah, it would be sort of strange. Also, well, there's curling guys. That's inside. Yeah, that's in the it's summer on Olympics. ice. It's, yeah, it's literally on ice. It's inside. Ice. It's in a building. It's in a building. Well, well, all of the figure skating stuff is in the building then. There we go. Just put a mat on the ice. We're good. I don't see the issue. <laughs> this, uh, I'd be cool with Winter, Winter Olympics. This question also, shout out. That was, my, uh, that was my high school wrestling coach that asked that question, Wayne Tamala. Whoa. Yeah. I, nice. Was, yeah, I, no, I think it'd be cool in the winters because it would also, um, if you had to rank the sports by their popularity – 
um, in the summer and the winter, I think you would see wrestling move up the list by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you look at the the summer games. There's always like huge stars, like the women's gymnastics team, sw- swimming. It's yes. like track and field. They're, they're actually they're actually a household going into the games. Whereas winter games, what Sean White, and then who else is a name in Winter Olympics? Yeah, but I don't know. Do you also think Nobody. that maybe because during the Summer Olympics they get a little more shine because people care about the Summer Olympics more? Wow. I don't know. Well, you guys, you guys be. are in this industry. You guys know that um, in any event you want something that sticks out so you can hype that mm-hmm. event. Obviously, NBC wants people to tune into the Winter Olympics. Um, yeah. And so if wrestling was more popular and there was good storylines, they would spend more time on that. And I actually, I just looked at, I I guess I wouldn't have been able to come up with this, but it appears that there's one, two, three, four, five, 41 winter, uh, sorry, 41 summer Olympic sports. Um, And I guess, I don't know how many of these are both genders, um, but there's 41 sports. And in the winter Olympic games, uh, there's only 14 sports yeah I, I did the same thing looked it up the summer the one that i found was 33 but either way it's more than more than double the sports in summer do they do no opening yeah. ceremonies for winter olympics like all of them in their Probably. snow gear i don't know let's see yeah they do one two three four <laughs> everybody five, on the ice rink six. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm on the olympics yeah so yeah I, w- I would actually i think that'd be great if we moved to the, the winter olympics uh you know why don't they move like I mean, one of the things they could do really easily, like move a lot of the indoor mat sports, you you know, judo, uh, karate, taekwondo, wrestling, you know, those type of sports, you could probably move to the Winter Olympics because they're all contested exclusively indoors. Um, so yeah, any sport can be contested indoors. Well, like a track and field probably is not, you know, is unlikely to be. Yeah. Race, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Soc- race soccer. Race. There's a couple. I just right, emailed. Moved it. I just emailed. No, no, Kristen's bo- he's bored. Know. We should move it. Yes. Should move yeah. I'm bored. I am yeah. bored. <laughs> Nanad and the IOC. CC them. Okay. Mostly for Benson. What is the wrestling equivalent of Mr. Miyagi's wax on, wax off? Stance and down block, tap and go? I don't know. This is, I saw this question and I thought about it. And, and Okay, so the other thing is like, I'm not a karate guy, so I don't know if wax on, wax off was really a thing. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I'm not really sure whether that effectively blocks strikes. Uh, maybe it was just a movie thing, you know, because uh, there's a lot of fake tough guys in movies. Uh, I don't know that there is one in wrestling. And maybe this is my personality because sometimes I hate it when people oversimplify uh, certain things. So I can't think of something well, I super simple. It. I mean, there's obviously – Go for it. I interpret it as what's an everyday chore that you could do that would translate over to your wrestling fundamentals. Wow. Right? Every, <laughs> carrying heavy things so your grip grip your grip gets strong, probably farmer something walks. that Far, yeah. yeah. Farmers. Yeah. Farmer walks. Milk that, that cow. <laughs> yeah. you knows you about that. Milk the cow. Do you actually squeeze? I've never milked a cow, JD. Do you squeeze the udder hard when you milk it or a no? Bit. It's a little bit. A little bit. Mostly pull. Okay. All right. Um, Flow Dairy Live. Any other questions before we that go? Was utter talk. I don't even know what time it is. Utter talk. <laughs> right, let me look go. real quick. Hey, 
Yeah. No, no, oh, so I'm just going to look through the questions. Well, so yeah. they're trying to roast me about the Pennsylvania development rate versus Iowa. PSU does develop better than Iowa. They are, yeah. To make everyone mad. No I'm making everyone mad. Iowa, I picked all your guys this weekend. So, listen, <laughs> home, home, I'm a homegrown Iowan here. Age there you go. zero through four. Hey, I'll see you tomorrow, right, Ben? I'll see you tomorrow. And I will see all clinic. of you tomorrow on the watch party that me and David Bray will be on for the Michigan-Minnesota duel right before the live audio broadcast of Iowa Penn State. Heck yeah. Thank you guys so much. We'll be there. Ben and I will be broadcasting live, 8 o'clock Central, live. 9 Eastern, for Iowa Penn State. We can't wait. Looking forward to that. I'm going to be getting some interviews today. So be on the lookout for those. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next Tuesday. See ya. Bye. See ya.